Hey there. Oh, what's this? Just the most incredible video game podcast. Oh, the hosts? Two dudes chiseled from the highest peak of Gamer Mountain, Tim Shortell and Val Janvier. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Couch Jockeys. Ladies and gentlemen. Men, 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 men. <laughs> we are the Couch Jockeys. Easy, easy, easy. Keep it easy. I, I was actually going to throw an actual effect, but I much prefer your echo. Oh, yeah, man. We, you don't have to pay for that extra stuff. No plugins over here. Yeah, no, no. Low budget. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> we are the Couch Jockeys, a video game podcast. My name is Tim Shortell. With me, Valerie Jeanvier. Valerie Javier. And um, we have an awesome show for you tonight. Our player select section today is... Virtual reality gaming. A waste of time. Really? Yep. I'm not See, for it. I mean, maybe... No, I mean, you're right. There's there's a discussion in that. It, it could be the future, but is it is it the future, though? I could see it being the future for other platforms or other things, but for gaming, I think it's like a novelty act. Mm. That's it. Like something that you don't really need that maybe the rich kid is going to have. Oh, uh, okay. VR. For the rich kids. <laughs> there's, there's a slogan. <laughs> Bit from the past is our favorite stealth games growing up mm-hmm. and the growth of the genre, especially coming from the PlayStation, the early PlayStation era, moving forward. And then we will wrap it up later today with everyone's favorite discussion of party chat, Gamer Rage. Rage on. And what fuels your fire. Everybody, NPCs, multiplayer, anything. Pretty much just playing games in general. Playing games can be pretty frustrating. Are we ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's dive in. Let's put this baby in the gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, sorry. I took off early. <laughs> You're always cheating, man. <laughs> This week's player select is VR gaming. What what uh what a concept? Have you actually played VR games? Um, I mean, I've I've watched a lot of um video of people getting into it, and I we do I do know someone who has like one of those Samsung like phones, and they give you like it comes with like a headset, and it lets you do like I I guess that's kind of like VR gaming. One of the games that was available was like Temple Run. Okay. Like, the, like the mobile game, and it was really difficult to actually play the game because the controls were on the side of your head, like right next to right next to your temple, <laughs> and uh, and you had to like uh, control like jumping and like uh, sliding and moving left or right, touching the side of your head, and you know most of, I think most people who've played video games are used to having a controller you know in their hands sure and i've seen some other vr videos that you know they have the people have controls in their hands which makes sense to me but um i think samsung this is just uh, a note to samsung just maybe give people uh, a handhold handheld controller as well because like that playing that game like like that way like, screwed me up but i mean it, it definitely put a bad taste in my mouth of like is this what vr game is going to be like Right. So yeah. See. So so my experience was I had a very similar run. Like I see there's all sorts of stuff for um like Batman had a VR thing and and I've gotten uh in conversations with people who say VR gaming is awesome. They they put the head thing on. It's got their like their eyes and ears are locked into the game. And I I guess they still have a controller. I don't right. have a lot of VR experience. I realize it's still a very new thing. Yeah. Definitely. But I hear great things from certain people about, you know, playing Resident Evil 7 with VR and playing Batman with VR. But my experience was taking someone's cell phone and putting it in essentially what was like a Google cardboard, okay. I guess it was called. Yeah, yeah, I've used one of those things before. Yeah, and, and I just basically looked around the room, and when I looked in a certain direction, it just walked me. Okay. And then if I wanted to shoot something, I would just like kind of line up the crosshairs to the zombie, and then it would shoot the gun for me. How gratifying so, is that? Th- yeah, that's that's kind of my point. I mean, granted, this was like the super early stages of VR, you know, right. and and that's another discussion. Is 
could that get better? I'm sure it could. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure. Uh, but yeah, bad bad taste in the beginning. I, I I really like I I'm also I don't maybe not old school. I'll say traditional. I I like the controller. Yeah. You know the, I know that they have. I like the rumble. <laughs> yeah. like the realism and the rumble. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> they have you know uh, the car wheel controllers. Right. Yeah. And. They had the NES. I mean, even way back then, had you know the the pistol, well, yeah, yeah, the light gun. You were playing Duck Hunt. Yeah, exactly. You needed that. And you know that that wasn't that wasn't too bad. But when when it came down to VR, I don't know. It, it didn't it didn't do anything for me. You know, maybe I'm just an old fart. I, don't I mean, know. yeah, I'm gonna join you in the old fart category, I guess, because <laughs> like you know, I, I I agree with you. Like just like any anything at the very beginning, especially since like. We we're talking about like mobile devices trying to like jump into that that fray. You have like PlayStation who has like PSVR and like you were talking about earlier with like Resident Evil Seven giving you the uh, ability to make the whole game feel a lot more immersive, having you like you know put on a headset and like you're uh, that's how you're playing the game. And I'm sure the controller is is a part of that whole thing. That sounds like you know that sounds interesting to me, of course. But like how much you know you're already spending like. Three hundred plus dollars to get the console. Yeah, let's not let's not push this aside and act yeah. like this is you know just something you can throw forty dollars into when you got this. Exactly, like, like with that much technology, that headset is going to cost you a good amount of money. Sure, plus plus the controllers, and I know even in in some sections, I read that there uh, you can kind of almost install things in certain rooms to define borders in the game, and kind of alert you when you're too close to a wall, and like you know they. They brought up all these concerns when the Wii first came out about, you know, oh, you got to use that, that wrist strap because right. you'll just start throwing yeah, your yeah. remote at the TV and destroying things, and Nintendo doesn't want to take any part in the blame for that. No, they're just telling you to just, like, stand away from your TV six feet because <laughs> that's going to definitely help you out. The optimal range for the Wii is if you can b- just barely make out the the text on the TV, that's the distance you're supposed to be at when you play these games. But you know, I, yeah, I've seen. Um, there's a surgery game, uh, surgery simulator, yeah, yeah, or whatever it was called. And I mean, that game looks awesome. But I've seen people play it, you know, for the PC. And of course, you know, they struggle. It's it's hilarious to watch somebody. But now they have it in VR. And you know, coming from this self walk, self shooting zombie game, which I feel like was just kind of a demo, just to. Just this to is, take a big screen and put it in front of your eyes. This is where the technology eyes. can go. Yeah, you, you were telling me about Temple Run, and I'm thinking that people are, like, jerking their head really quick to the left and to the right to to control the guy in Temple Run. And I was like, is it in, like, first-person view? Or it is, was, yeah. Oh, it is? Right. Okay. So it's got, like, a Mirror's Edge kind of feel to it. That's the, You know, that I was just thinking about that right now. Yeah. It's like, the, it would be fun for a game like that, where you know, especially the very first one, not the most recent one, but the very first one, where you kind of like to spend most of the time doing like your kind of like parkour stuff and jumping around. So combat wasn't really that important. And I think like having a game in that perspective would be like, would be really cool. Um, but for me, it's, it's, it's just a fact like, okay, like you, when you were talking about, you're going to have to have a room set up and have borders put in. Like this is like, yeah, it's going to be an investment. Like I was saying in our, in our cold open, like this is like you, this is something like the rich kids, are going to have like it doesn't seem like something that you know i think gaming is like oh we have to dip into these all these other aspects of technology maybe maybe you don't have to you know like who really who really is going to get a game where they have to like set up a room and make sure that all everything is boarded out and then when they're playing like call of duty that they're really inside of the map running around like i don't want to play I don't want to be inside a war. You right. Know I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I see too many flaws and safety concerns and, you know, I, they, they may figure this out, but I just have a really hard time seeing the future past a gimmick. Right. Like I, I really don't, I don't see competitive playing being done in VR. I, I could barely fathom the idea of playing call of duty with like my eyes and ears completely surrounded into the game. Uh, I mean, I suppose it would be a fun experience, but, I mean, I'm talking the difference between, you know, a new way of playing games and a gimmick. And I think to be placed into a video game, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool, but do you want to carry the fake gun and, like, you're suddenly going to realize you're actually a really horrible shot and it's exhausting to stand right. and do... Well, not to stand in general. I hope that's not <laughs> the case. But, you know, the, 
some people have gone as far as you know making treadmills so they can walk forward and the game will respond and like that's cool but they're i'm sure they're thousand dollar setups yeah those and are they're kind of ridiculous like sometimes yeah. you just want to you just want to chill and just play a game and 100 it, it's yeah. it's nerve-wracking enough just to do it from a sitting position with a controller in your hand let alone you gotta you know even even we bowling and we tennis didn't make you run around you know your apartment you, or whatever you, like throw your shoulder out or something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it basically just reminding you how out of shape you were <laughs> and i'm sure you've seen the videos online of like people who are like you know they're playing whatever type of like uh, uh vr game and they're in this 3d world and they instead of just like using the headset to move themselves forward or, or whatever hand controls they have they moved they physically move from the device and end up like falling on their faces so that's it's what like, i'm saying they're 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 blind and they're they're partially deaf in the same instance and you know unless you're in this massive room but you know who's gonna have one of those at home unless right. you're you know, of the very few people that it's the rich kids, I'm telling you, yeah, man, it's the rich kids. If you got a tennis court in your backyard, you probably have a VR room. <laughs> I'm, of course they do. Like I mean, yeah, like you were saying before, like you know, it's it's VR to me is just like the pressing extreme on you know what consoles already have. So it's like you know we've already been talking about like the uh, um, Wii U and the Wii having uh, the motion con- controller, but you know, you know. PlayStation and Xbox have done the same things, and to a certain extent, PlayStation is still staying in there. And I guess they, especially with the uh, PlayStation Pro, they feel like VR is going to be a part of their future, and perhaps it will be. But I don't feel like I need to get like a maybe a headset that's going to be $150. So that's just adding like what, just like all these other devices, how many companies are going to make something? for vr yeah like like are we gonna have vr rocket league no like that's this <laughs> but are, but are we you know what i mean like you know people always you know uh people who love like racing games like right you know gran turismo um or um need for speed or anything like that uh the people who are really into them usually like are in the driver's seat they're not like in like 3d uh, not 3d mode but like looking at the car of, like from outside the car they want to be feel like they're inside I could see it working in that aspect, but then are you gonna give them a wheel, or are they just moving their head side to side? Like, right. So it, it, to me, it's just like it's 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 a it's a great idea, but it's probably more suitable for doctors. Give it to doctors. We don't need it. I could, you know, science. This is for you. <laughs> all right, we'll give you we'll give you this science. The the technology is definitely cool, but I I think, you know, I don't necessarily think it it. It's guaranteed to be the future because look at like what the 3DS pulled off. The 3DS figured out how to have three-dimensional video games without the need for any kind of eye support. Right. And that's that's baller. Like that was that's, so cool when that came out. Yeah. And it it completely blew my mind. Uh, granted, it was on like a six-inch screen, and then maybe they upped it slightly, whatever. But, um, you know. Does that mean all games are now going to come in 3D? Well, it could be a lot of work, and a lot of people may say, I mean, again, for people that support competition, people that uh, just game casually, like maybe they don't want to fork over all the extra money for the technology, and they don't mind getting just like the vanilla, you know, normal way to play. Vanilla's good. There's nothing wrong with vanilla, damn it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) People make fun of vanilla all the time. Vanilla, you know, it could be good. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see VR as as the future, as cool as it might be. Maybe save it for the doctors. You're right. Save it for the doctors, or if a VR company out there wants to like, you know, give us their headset and uh, let us and see. convince us otherwise. Yeah, yeah, convince us otherwise. You know, slip some money in, <laughs> into the sponsorship, and maybe we'll change our minds. I don't know, but at this, at this point, you know, from any, everything that I've seen. And I've seen many different games uh, played in a in a VR setting. It just doesn't seem like something you know, that I would gravitate towards to. Yeah, like, I, c- I could see it for the guy who has the seat and the wheel and all those controls, the hardcore driver, like you said. I can see it for um, like a pilot, simu- like a game. flight, like a flight simulator. simulator yeah, something, or something where like you're that. stationary and likely not to like accidentally punch your friend in the head when exactly. you're standing next to them. That I totally get. You know, a friend of ours was raving about how much he enjoyed For Honor, and I'm sure if he had the opportunity to be, you know, in first person and standing in the shoes of these guys in For Honor, he would probably love it. But, you know, once that 
when he I would say that in that case, if he had just gotten it, the first handful of times he did it, it would be exhilarating and awesome and wouldn't stop raving about it. But come like week two or week three of owning it. Yeah. I feel like he'd be like, yeah, well, like I could set all that up, but you know, the battery dies and I got to recharge it. <laughs> and I, I kind of just want to play the game and not go through all that extra effort. And I'm just going to sit down and play it like I always did. And so it's cool, but I don't, I don't think it'll last. No. Sorry, VR. Bye bye VR. Yeah. You get the <laughs> thumbs down. That said, if, you know, if I had one, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> This week's bit from the past is stealth games. Sneaky types. Games that made your heart race because it sucks to get caught. Yeah. You just let letting a, a little alarm go off and then a bunch of dudes start running out of the corner and shooting Oh, it's nerve wracking. It's terrible. It's I love it though. It's like it, I really like it. Like are are you like a stealth game player? Because like, some people it's, it's a love hate relationship with some people. Like they they love it. They love the chase and the thrill. Other people they like they just want to run in their guns blazing and just put bullets through everything. When it yeah, when it comes to stealth games, a lot of the times I'll try to make any regular game into a stealth game. Like I'll try to see <laughs> if I can go prone or crawl on the ground. If I could go stealth in Gears of War, that would be great. But that's not a, that, that's not the type of game. By, that see, that, that's funny. By by default, you make it a stealth game, though. Right. Yeah. Like if, if I could just like be slowly going down all around the place, that would be great. Um, Hitman is one of those games that the first time I played it, I was just like, you've granted my dreams <laughs> like all you don't really you're not someone who has like a whole cache of weapons you're, you you may have a pistol most of the time you have like a, a piano wire right you, you know like the classic that's that's all you need and like you just walk around and uh the only thing that you have to do is like change your outfit and people suddenly are like Oh yeah, that is the cook. I don't remember him. <laughs> I don't remember him being, being bald, but yeah, that's that's definitely the cook. I, I don't know why he's carrying a syringe, but whatever. I've worked here for four years. It's the first time I've seen him, but I'm sure he works here. <laughs> he's he, he's act he's acting mighty suspicious, crouching behind the counter. But uh, you know, whatever, to each his own. Right. Uh, you know. <laughs> I'm sure he's just looking for ketchup. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then, yeah, I mean, like, uh, and then, yeah, that game was uh, Hitman, and it's still a series that's out now. But that's it's so so much fun because it gave it gave you so many different options because you were playing it in a stealth yeah. way. Like you could like find a find a pistol, find a, an, uh, an automatic weapon, and try to go, um, you know, guns blazing. But n next thing you know, your target is probably like leaving the area and then you're gonna like risk dying very quickly so it just it behooved you one of my favorite Ooh, words uh, yeah yeah to just you know be be that sneaky guy how about yourself man uh yeah i i mean like you i try to turn every game into a stealth game if i can I, i've always preferred the like that thief you know sneaky uh long range kind of play yeah, uh, yeah you know in battlefield like i choose to be the sniper just because okay. I kind of like just having that opportunity to be like, all right, I got one, I got one bullet, and I better time this well. Uh, that was just always my preferred way to do it. Uh, I that started probably with uh, the first Splinter Cell. Oh yeah, Splinter Cell, <clears throat> Sam Fisher. Yeah, yeah, I I I played that first. That was, I mean, I'm sure something else came up before that, but that was probably my first like major stealth game, uh, along with Metal Gear Two. Um, Sons of the PlayStation one, like yeah, Sons yeah, of, Sons like of the, I guess it was. Well, no, even further back than that, it was I guess Metal Gear Solid Two, uh, whatever, or the remake. Uh, it had to, it had to be a remake had, mm. from like the NES one. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, with like uh, I don't I don't know if the characters yeah, was repeat. it eight bit was it eight bit graphics? No, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> no, no. This this was the one that came out for the first PlayStation. It had like four discs and. Mantis and like uh, yes yes all right I I remember that I love yeah that the one that that like freaked you out because it could read your mind and move the controller yes and I love that <laughs> <laughs> all I, those small things that made it such an amazing experience yeah. I I absolutely loved uh, I I think those were definitely the first 
two games that really introduced me into stealth, uh, of course, and then Assassin's Creed came along, oh, which yeah. which I absolutely loved in concept from the theme to having that little badass hidden blade that you just kind of walk by passively, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, stab him in the pelvis and just move on with your day. Just keep like, it moving. <laughs> like it Nothing to see here. Uh, I and then when it you know when it comes to Skyrim with a game like that that's so large you can play as so many ways I was still like the thief I I love the the thrill of sneaking around and trying to steal stuff without getting caught or um, playing any scenario where basically if you did get caught it was it was over uh, and I don't know that was just that was just a, a thrill it was just a chase for me yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the Metal Gear bandwagon as everybody knows I mentioned Metal Gear a lot uh, because I'm still playing Metal Gear Solid Five <laughs> but um, I yeah I remember yeah with the one I, like you we were talking about with with Mantis um, just having a game that allowed you to like go inside of a, a locker to hide I'm just like this is all right this is different. And then with um and then with Sons of Liberty, what I thought was really cool is you could you know you could do pull ups <laughs> with, with Snake when you're like on this like uh when you're on this this ship like the first level when you're like I think they're in I think it's in New York, um and you're you're in a ship and you're just like the first like two hours you're a Snake I know everybody later on hates the fact that you become like uh writing after that but I'm like ah. I still got to play the game, right? Um, but he, you know, he was kind of a whiny character, but whatever. He still like implemented the game that you, the way you liked it. But they changed it, you know, like they, you know, uh, the game evolved from just being able to like you're hiding behind this like container versus you you are in like the jungle and you're trying to like right. hide in uh, in all of these different types of areas. Um, another, uh, did you ever get a chance to play Siphon Filter? No, that one that one I missed out on. That was like yeah, that was like an early like uh maybe not early, maybe a mid like PlayStation okay. title. I mean, it was a big title, yeah. Yeah, it was a big it title. It was all over, you know, the magazines of the time and yeah. it was a series, right? It, a couple came out. No? Uh, yeah, a couple of them came out. It kinda like reminded me of uh of Splinter Cell, of just having this like, you know, lone character trying to like figure out this mystery and then, you know, some once in a while having people to, you know, Hit hit on a walkie-talkie and like help him figure out some things or or, or whatever. Yeah, I you randomly reminded me of I think one of the coolest things that they first introduced in I don't even think you did in the first Splinter Cell, maybe definitely the second one. By that point, you would be in a hallway and hear someone coming, and you had this option where you could do this double jump and then kind of land in a split. So you would have like your left oh, leg word. on one wall and the right on the other one, yeah, and yeah. they would just like walk under you. Like it was like little like ninja shit like that yeah, they, that I was yeah, they, like this is so cool like I'm gonna drop so in tight. on this guy and ruin <laughs> him when he passes me like <laughs> I don't know that was like the first time I ever saw something like that uh, the only thing I could think going really far back as far as being sneaky and uh, dis- things that destroyed me emotionally was <laughs> playing <laughs> was playing emotional destruction was playing Super Mario 64 in this okay. one level where there is hear me out. There's <laughs> you're playing Super Mario 64, and in one of the levels towards the beginning, you can either go across this bridge and get the red coin, and the bridge falls out from under you, or you can sneak past a piranha plant. And oh yeah! You have to, and you rub up against that wall, and you're like inches away from this stupid plant. Right. And it seemed like no matter what you did, it still woke up. Right. I yeah, yeah. I think I mean it wasn't meant to scare you. I, yeah, you know, I, I'm that, not, that, that counts <laughs> as a stealthy moment. <laughs> <laughs> Those were stealthy moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought of that before, and I was like, I'm going to bring that up because I can't be the only person who played Super Mario 64 and dealt with that. No, and, no uh, I remember that. And yeah, especially the first time, and you were like, because you are so close to it. Um, you know, uh, a, a, a game that that's uh, far ago that I played for uh, the Xbox 360 was, uh, was Mark of the Ninja. I don't know if that ever came mm. out for, like, uh, any of the, for Sony. But no, I don't know. And, I'm, and, and there's plenty of other like ninja titles that we can bring up. But it was like an uh, Xbox 360 like arcade okay. title, so it was kind of like you know platformer style. And you know, like this says in the title, you were a ninja, <laughs> and uh, and you just spent most of the time just trying to like you know creep around and like stay in the shadows, like find different ways to like use your weapons so you can like be in the shadows, out of out of sight. You know, you would you would throw your katana or whatever like throwable weapon you had to take out your enemies it was 
I still I think I still go back to play that game every once in a while because of once again like just loving that I don't know how many I don't know what kid did not want to be a ninja at some point. Oh, I'm I'm still I'm still trying to I'm still trying to be. Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the dream continues. Yeah, yeah, no. I I I I've thought long and hard about, you know, um ninja cowboy or pirate and I think I settled <laughs> on ninja. Ninja cowboy or pirate. Yeah. You get you got to pick one and it's not easy. I think no, I think it is I think ninja is on the top because I don't Really mean, not a pirate? Like well, you see, Jack Sparrow, freaking uh, Robert Kenway's Assassin's Creed pirate. Pirates never got. You know, I was never cool with pirates because I was always just like, you know, are they eating fish all the time? Where are they getting fresh water from? Isn't that where scurvy came from? I'm like, no, not with that. And then with cowboys, kind of like the same thing. Like I don't want to like be. I I gotta like beat two rocks together so I can like start a fire. So what are ninjas? Uh, am doing? I gonna have to eat eat my horse? Ninjas are just, you know, chilling in the <laughs> What are they chilling in the synthesize? <laughs> <laughs> well chilling in the darkness, uh making sure you can't hear their hearts beat and like sneaking into inside of your kitchen, making themselves a sandwich right in front of you. <laughs> and you don't even realize it. <laughs> ninjas are invisible. I never never thought of that. I'm just Sandwich making ninja in the I'm like, sure kitchen. <laughs> I'm sure in the history of ninjas there's been one or a few who's made a sandwich. That's made a sandwich <laughs> and just like left you a note, you need more mayo or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No no argument there. Ninja is definitely where I want to be. Cowboys never done that. No, never. <laughs> Do you ever play Abe's Odyssey? Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, remember you're like the alien Wasn't with like, like your a PC mouth game? like no, no, uh, I, it might have been actually. I'm almost positive it was a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, uh, okay. It was about like a tall, thin alien that had his mouth stitched shut, and then he worked in a factory oh. and found out that the food was being made by like his own people. That's and then you had to like sneak, horrible. sneak your way out. It was kind of a dark and twisted game. I think I sounds like it. Yeah. In the first, well, it was funny is that it was a very the the concept. By the way, I just described it. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible dark game, but uh, it actually. It was relatively popular. Had several games come out, and um, it was very. The character was very lighthearted for a very like dark scenario. Okay. But you'd basically you know rescue other workers and just like avoid the uh, the overseers and you know all the, you know I guess all the guys that would oversee the factory. You always had to sneak past them all and trick them into going in one direction so you could pass them. It was it was a platformer. So it was like an less. interesting like puzzle game. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Cool. Um, uh, thinking, uh, thinking of uh, dark and twisted uh, stealth games, uh, I uh, I don't know if you ever had a chance of playing Manhunt. That was a <laughs> no, I that was a that was a dark and twisted game because the, the the whole scenario is like you are a you are a convict or you you are in you are in prison, and this game show gives you the ability to get out if you just go around and find uh, interesting ways to kill gangs that happen to be in a prison Wait, as well a, a game show it's a yeah so it, it's a so the game is like so basically like the warden is presenting it to you as if like you're you're playing this game for your life like you if you make it to the end then you get to go and then like so the warden comes up to me and says i got this pilot for this game show i'm working I'm, on uh i mean i don't know if there was that much thought <laughs> And, and put into it like it wasn't like it wasn't like a family feud uh, uh style uh type of thing where okay. you know you had to get the the right answer it right. was just more like hey listen tough guy you know you want to you want to get out of here well we need you to kill all the like these dudes on this floor and if you if you do that then we'll give you access to the next floor and if you kill those guys you you get to continue to move on and we'll and then you find out more information about the character and like the warden and like the how much you know more dirt about mm. them basically. And the uh, the crazy thing about the game is like you know some of the tools that you had to use to to kill people were like uh, a plastic bag or a a drill. You know, oh, like <laughs> you know, like plastic bag. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, they'll suffocate them. That's that's not you know that's that's, that's not obviously not crazy. not uh yeah that's the, yeah that's that's bearable. But then you followed that with drill, and I just yeah, and it I was that. and once again, it was another game where you had to like you know you're you're crouching, you're you're trying to like stay in the shadows, mm -hmm. and then like once a dude turns his back, you leap up with your your plastic bag and you know wrap it around and, their face, and then. And then he just slowly they falls go, asleep. They go night-night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> go night-night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you decide what happens. I, I, I always thought, you know, I played this game. I was I was pretty young. I was like, oh, they're, they're going night-night. Right. 
Right. Just going to sleep, like the, all the Batman games. Right. No matter how many times you punch him in the head, they're just napping. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Batman could be put in this in this category as well, but we have to all be honest with ourselves. Um, Batman has killed a lot of people. Oh, Batman has okay? killed a lot of people. Okay, I don't even, not just the, the people he's put in a coma or in traction. He has killed tons. I, th- I think that's one of the reasons why I was kind of a fan of uh, Batman versus Superman, mm. Dawn, of, Dawn of Justice. Okay. Well, I might have been one of the only people. Controversial uh, movie, but yeah, yeah but yeah, like yeah. if you, I mean, if you look, at it, you've seen the movie. I have not seen the movie. Oh man, bro. I've I've heard a lot, but you I have not see, seen it. it. Just just separate yourself from uh, the the original, not the original Superman, but the Superman at Man of Steel. Don't okay. Think, don't think of Man of Steel. Well, lucky you, I haven't seen that either. Okay. Well, just <laughs> just watch the last like fifteen minutes of Man of Steel, so you can understand. The first ten minutes of, of Batman okay. versus Superman makes sense, and and like the the, the whole context of why people are, are pissed off at him, and then it's it's not that bad of a movie. It's it's I I would say I would give it uh, I would give it a seven out of ten. Okay, yeah, okay, that's I'll fair. It, I would recommend. I'm like I'm doing right now. I would <laughs> recommend that movie. All right, I'll, I will. No, you know what? I'm I'm a Batman fan. I will I will consider. Yeah, that's when it's available to me, I will check it out. I I'm glad we brought up Batman because I think it definitely falls into the the stealth category. Of course, yeah. Um, and I mean it it did it really well. I mean I don't know anyone that ever really played Batman. Eh, one person, but he's he's an exception. <laughs> <laughs> that um, that was not you know a fan of how they made the Batman series and and what they've done and what they continue to do. It, yeah, Arkham Arkham Asylum was. I mean, you're you're. I love that game. You, yeah, you have like the grappling hook, and like you're just like you're just st- standing on top of a gargoyle, looking down, and then like you hit X, and then you just glide and <laughs> knock this guy out. I'm like, that's yeah, has to be in the top. That's category. a broken like, neck and several damaged vertebrae. That's. I mean, that may not be instant death, but it's it's death to follow. He's my. Know? I mean, once again, he's <laughs> one of my favorite DC uh, heroes, but he's a murderer. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I I absolutely love stealth games. I it's like you said, it's the first thing I jump to, and uh, and I I I find I I wrap my head around so much more when I play in a stealth fashion. I'll go back to my example with with Skyrim. Like if I played as a warrior with you know with two swords and I had all this powerful armor on, I would just sprint in there and just hack and slash everyone to death and just right. call it a day. But in a stealth fashion where I know that I'm not really well protected and I only have like a little dagger instead of this massive sword and like I kind of plan the whole character accordingly, then stealth has to be 90% of my game because if I don't, I will likely, they'll just all come flying in the room and kill me and it'll be over. And that's kind of an aspect I actually enjoy. But I know it's it's not for everybody. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's one of the things that like if you'd like a game to have some, some degree of tension... You know, if you're not like yeah. if, if if it's not a uh, a first person shooter that has you like running around a battlefield or some other type of game where you're like a lone soldier and you and you have like a th- all these types different types of weapons, you know, uh, similar to what they did, you know, recently with uh, the Tomb Raider series, like Tomb Raider in the past, you, you were just running around like wielding like two weapons or whatever. Now there were elements in it. Of course, it was a uh, an action thriller type of game, but you gained more in the, you know XP if you were stealthily uh, attacking people um and yeah, yeah I just think it's it's always fun to do it. that's one of the reasons why I'm probably still playing Metal Gear Solid 5 because of like all the stealth elements in there like I'm I'm taking this slow journey of this game <laughs> cuz I I don't want to I, I, to me it's not it's it's not as fun as just being all powerful like right. i think when you when you try to figure out it kind of makes you, you kind of make it your own little puzzle when you like figure out everybody's path and then you finally like decide oh i'm gonna leap in and do my little thing i think that those are like the best elements of a game yeah wrap up today's episode we're gonna end with a party chat with what else gamer rage 
Give rage. <laughs> just like that. When you get really close to your headset and you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? It's something we all experience and uh, and, and love. Not at the time, but it's something we can all definitely relate to. Uh, I am, I admit, I am slightly prone to gamer rage, but yet for all the right reasons. I am a big advocate of uh, the Steep and Skate series, okay. which all require you. For those of you that don't play those kind of games, they basically lay out this this plan for you, which if you pull off, you have to basically do about six or seven things. Uh, Right on the first try. Okay, all right. You know, they'll say, jump on this, and then you're going to spin this, and and turn this way, and then jump on this, and then land this way. And if you screw any of that up in the process, you got to start over. Wait, what? Not, like, from the last one? Like, from number one? Like, they'll say, you know, hit this ramp, kickflip over this, and then land, get enough speed, and then do a backflip over this, land on this rail and grind it, and then land that trick. That sounds simple (laughs) enough. It sounds simple enough until you've done it for the 60th time because right. you get halfway there and then you slip or you're not going fast enough or you miss the rail. And the problem is that <laughs> the problem is that when I do it for the 60th and 70th time, I'm so like my blood is boiling. My wife it. has to remind me it's just a game. <laughs> like, you know, I don't I don't go into a violent rage about it, but you know, deep down I am screaming like a child. Right. I, I don't know what comes out except like, you know, maybe uh, but <laughs> it's it's so much darker than that on the inside. <laughs> but I love those games. And like and I still play them because when you finally do land it, which I guess I kinda like because it, it does kind of feel that way in real life. Like if you play a skateboard video game and you and if you skate in real life, you when you're learning to skate, you know, you obviously you suck at it in the beginning and then as you keep practicing over and over, eventually you get it. And the yeah, moment yeah. you do, that's thrilling because all your hard work pays off. This game is, you know, or those games are just like that. Do you do you have a do you have a game that I mean, I'm gonna boils you. This is me uh, beating a dead horse. Uh, We're gonna bring up Metal Gear Solid Five. Is there another game besides Metal Gear Solid? (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. There's no other games. It's the best game ever. Um, But I, you know, uh, I I bring that game up uh, again because uh, it's uh, it's the game that started a new habit for me. Where now I find myself after trying to complete a mission by the fifth or sixth time, now I'm standing in front of the TV. Just, just like I am going to figure. Th- you are not going to stop me. I'm going to figure this out, and then I'm going to bed. Like <laughs> we are not turning off this TV until no, I fix You are, you're not winning. I'm going to win this. Like there was, a, there was like a side mission that I had to do recently where it was just like you have to do this completely in stealth. That's it. You get no weapons. You have none of none of your 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 top gear. You have to s- truly sneak around. And I, I, I can't tell you the the slight dumb little thing that I would do. Like I, I was they, basically they want you to like go through it and not kill anyone. I killed everybody. <laughs> like I just found the best way to sneak up on people, distract them, use D dog. Like I'm gonna get everybody. Just no one is standing in my way. And that was that was my rage moment <laughs> with that game. And, I, and you know, then I sat down. And I was just like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe we should play something else. Right. Let's get some. <laughs> let's get a little Rocket League in here to calm us down. And I don't know it, if that's any better to be and honest. No, and that then was on started, my list. Yeah, yeah. And then it started again because then you have, you know, you're driving around and you're right there next to the soccer ball. You're about to get inside the goal, and then one of your own teammates knocks you out of the way, and it's just like. Why are we doing this together? Why? Who? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> do you want the glory? You're gonna get an assist. Like, like. You know what's funny though is that in Rocket League, all of that happens, and you know everything is super inconvenient, and I get tossed around, and I constantly miss things, and my my teammates, you know, yell at me for, uh, for how bad I play sometimes. But I kind of laugh it off, but I don't laugh off you know, my skate and steep scenario or if I'm right. playing NBA two K and, you know, I appreciate the the realism, but uh there are times, especially if I play online with somebody, that 
I'm just, I guess I just get mad because I'm just not that good. And I, and I admit that. <laughs> right. But there are some times, you know, that I know I did everything right and it just still doesn't happen. And it makes the, uh, it makes the, the small victories smaller and the, and the, the losses that much worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I can, I can, I can kind of relate with like, you know, like a game like FIFA, even though it's a, it's a, it's a sport, it's a sports title. Um, there are part like I remember just going through like the skills because it's been a long time. Like the last one I played was like FIFA 14, and now that they have FIFA 17, and I've been, I've been trying to play that. I'm like, all right, let me try out all the new skills, and you have to like hit all these like pylons and marks correctly and make sure you pass the ball the right way. And you know, as you're when you're practicing as the goalie, that you you go to the, in the right direction, and if you miss miss it by like you know, whatever score margin, you have to do it all over again. They're like, and they, and they straight up let you know in your face, like failure. I'm like, no, I mean, God, come, just give me. Don't call me a failure. You fail, yeah, you yeah. Failure. Like you failed. You can't. And if you fail that uh, portion of the of the skills, like you can't move forward. You can't skip that. You mm. have to get past it. So I found myself like, and and I and I mentioned this to to, to my friend. Like I found myself. Doing uh, um, training and things that I didn't even have to do that th- he didn't even he didn't even touch. Like I me- I, I mentioned this to him and he's just like, w- w- why? And I'm just like, because I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to show this game that I could do it. Am I right? All right. <laughs> but I ain't no bitch. Exactly. Like you're not gonna tell me what I can't do. I could do it. Right. You know. And yeah. It, yeah. And this and then again, this rage can can go over to like you know NPCs like a, a game. That I'm going to bring up uh, a lot because uh, it's gonna the next title is coming up next next month, uh, Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Mass Effect, but it's like one of those games where you have your team and you can tell them and you can direct them to do certain things in the map to help you out. You know, go over there and t- attack those guys. Use some element against those people. Protect me. These type of things. And a lot of times. They just don't pay attention, and you're just looking at this inanimate person and just being like, "What the hell is wrong with you? Just, just go over there." And you get, and you, you, you would hope that you have like this big bruiser right next to you that they would help you like kill whatever enemy that's coming to attack you. Be but effective you, somehow. Exactly, but then you find yourself doing most of the work. This happens with like, I remember like, uh, with like Ghost Recon. Like having the same same issue where you like you issue commands to your guys and then like they run over and people are shooting at them and they're not shooting back and they're just like, what are you what are you doing? Do I have to demote you as a what do you, I don't know, man. My problem with NPCs, there's a classic moment. Uh, I'll say two of them. Earlier games still had friendly fire, and I remember playing. We were talking about uh, last week. We were talking about Goldeneye. And there would be instances when I was in a massive shootout, and if I had an NPC following me, if say if we had to get from whatever point A to point B, the NPC would walk in front of me <laughs> mid-fire, and then I would take them out, and then it would say, mission failed, I killed <laughs> Natasha, or whatever. And that wasn't even something like Natasha. I even took the chance on. They yeah, just yeah. blatantly said, I can't handle the pressure, I'm out of here, and walked right in front of my gunfire, <laughs> and that used to dri- <laughs> that used to drive me. Are crazy. you are you saying are you saying that they had suicide by your gun? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm saying that this was an intentional um, this was intentional death by an NPC <laughs> with no feelings. Well, I mean, I, I've 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 you know I guess that same scenario happens when you're playing you know uh, Call of Duty or something like that online with a bunch of other friends and friendly fire is not turned off and you end up like killing one of your own teammates that's that's when you experience real gamer rage because i am not i am not and i will never claim to be a great like multiplayer first person shooter okay guy like i can't like i i try my best whenever the when the, whenever the rankings come through i'm usually the guy who had like 15 deaths and three kills. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you, you, uh, like, I'm the I'm the one who's always really proud because I ended somebody's streak and that person's streak was on me. Oh yeah, when you kill the guy, when it's like 
you killed the whatever the, 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 leader, the leader of the, the board. Team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, like, oh yeah, sweet. And of course, you die right after. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in that the, moment. I'm that dude. But then I, I also will end up killing my teammate who's leading the board and then like later on when we get back into the, like the chat room he's just like yo man what the fuck like what happened what is what is wrong with you why do you suck i'm just like i don't i don't i don't know man like this isn't this isn't real <laughs> like see i know a lot of people that feed off of other people's anger like if you if you're prone to getting really bad gamer rage and you feel the need to mic yourself into a public chat then you are like the number one target for the people that are like, oh, I'm just gonna follow this guy around and constantly stand in his way for my own amusement. Yeah, you know? yeah. And if if you don't give them anything to feed off of, then they get bored and they go and harass someone else. But if every time you spawn and you so you know, say if friendly fire is on, you spawn and this guy who's on your team shoots you and he knows the response is you're gonna be like, Oh, what the hell? Like same team, da, da, da. you right. start screaming him and calling him names and wishing horrible things upon him. Like <laughs> like I mean, I would do the same thing. I would I would laugh and keep doing it because right. I'm just gonna egg you on because you take this way too seriously. Like it it's just a game. That's one and, way to do it. And you know what? Like pe- people kill you in in uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. Like you could always just leave the room. You know where, you know they created passive mode or you know whatever the other options yeah, yeah. are to prevent that kind of stuff. And I know that games take good measures to kind of put the people that like to you know murder you for no reason create a balance yeah yeah they start to kind of put you in rooms with other people who like to do that and i think that's smart i know we we praise rockstar an awful lot on this podcast yeah yeah um and other other games are starting to you know to to take into it uh but yeah i mean if, if you take it that seriously i mean I'm sure everyone has heard conversations going on between two people, whether they're just like people don't like playing with new players. Like if someone someone sucks, just just let them suck. Like, I mean, what's the big deal? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like just like you said, like now um, to avoid things like that, like, you know, now if you go into a lobby, they make sure that everybody is at the, like the same level at the same rank. So you don't have like too many issues. Like everybody basically can progress at the same time. You don't have right. a, you don't have a level 42 fighting you get to level five. You know, you know, Grand Theft Auto may be different because, like, if you like jump into a race, somebody may have more races than you. But it doesn't necessarily, depending on how the the, the game was set up, they may not have like a better car than you. And if they're the type of person who likes to bump into other people, they may screw up, and you you you'll beat them in the end. Uh, I forgot about that. I haven't played that in a while. You just you just reminded me how much I absolutely hate people that intentionally steer into you, uh, or man. they try to uh, like like turn you out. Like they'll yes. like basically hit the side and then right. spin you out. Like, come on! Like, that's my. I mean, competition I, is fun. Like, that's what it's there for. Like, right. stop, stop ruining it. <laughs> for me, I mean, for me, that's the best because, like, I, I, I love it when you do it, and it's on a, and it's on a map where you're like right next to a guardrail, so like they hit you from the back, and like give you that extra boost. And if you find a way to like tip them, and then they knock into the guardrail, it's just like, well, there you go, balance. Wait, yeah. so, so, so you're the guy that likes to spin out the cars. No, no, oh, okay. no, 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 no. But you <laughs> so know, so like, you got a bigger problem. When, yeah, because like whenever you know, whenever you get like a, a nice uh, little uh, you know drift off off of somebody, and like right. you're right in front of them, they'll you know they'll try to hit, hit you from the back of your car, and sometimes they will get you off on a wrong angle for themselves and screw themselves up. That's mm. what I like. You know, the guys who think like, oh, this map is mine, I'm gonna take over, and then end up screwing up. The balance of rage, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've heard conversations. I I can't believe, I I mean again, I love to egg on people that get really upset, especially if it's like a twelve year old kid, and you know he's he's telling me that uh, he'll he's gonna give me cancer or I I don't know whatever he can come That's, up with. Wow. Well, that'll you know it's in, that'd be impressive. I mean, I would be upset, but how did the kid get you? Give you cancer to a yeah, video I game. Yeah, I think I'd be more dumbfounded as to how that actually worked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm impressed. I would love to. I would love the cure if you have it, but I'm just. I'm still impressed that you were able to do this. Yeah, it. Gamer rage is is amazing. It comes out in such unusual times, and I think that it, it totally. It it feeds the reason why we like playing games almost like i i like a challenge i don't i don't like a challenge like i like bloodborne right <laughs> like, not, not that kind of challenge because that's that's hardcore i'll just straight up tell you that i am just not i'm not good enough and i i am i am a gamer i have been for a long time i do not 
game so seriously that I need that kind of challenge. I I do like to feel like I do have some kind of chance going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like games like um, what is it? Uh, Dark Souls doesn't it do a similar thing where you just like once you once you die if you haven't hit a checkpoint and the checkpoints are like st- they span very far from one another in the map you have mm. to like go way back everything you've ever collected is gone and you have to like start from the very beginning which is like Oof. see that that uh, that's something that like if everyone has like that one nerve in gamer rage that they just like have to just stop playing and get back to it when they kind of can calm down and and maybe pick it up tomorrow it other people you know beating me up or yelling at me and saying I'm, I'm not good at whatever game i'm playing that's fine but when a game when you invest like 15 minutes into some kind of effort right. and then you die and then the autosave uh is all the way you know puts you all the way back and you have to start all like no absolutely that's not, not for me that's it that's it that's that's annoying. Like yeah. that, that's not challenge. That's just forcing me to go back and do it all over again. And I'm not going to learn anything except remember where all the people came out of, yeah, and where yeah, all the yeah. little things are. But you know, it, it. I already got that experience the first time. You know, and so yeah, I'm I'm the guy that auto saves like <laughs> all the freaking time because that that will ruin a good night of gaming for me if I have to redo all 15 minutes of. Whatever the hell I was doing. The the uh, the funny thing, and I'm I'm yeah I'm, I don't I don't mind bringing it up again. The funny thing that Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I, like, I like how you warned me. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I want to put in the description and Val talks about Metal Gear yeah, Solid Five. Yeah yeah yeah. It, the the funny thing that it'll do do to you is like if you uh like let's say like maybe two or three times you're unsuccessful at like a mission, it'll be like hey. Why don't we just put on a chicken hat on you, <laughs> so just to make you realize that you you, you suck, and, <laughs> and we're gonna make it so much easier that all you're gonna have is like two enemies to go up against. And I'm always I always get like pissed off whenever they suggest that to me. I'm like, no, I don't want a goddamn chicken hat. What the hell, I'm a I'm a grown ass man. Chicken hat. I mean, I I know the, I know the chicken hat you know concept and i i played the game but i think that's so funny that you're like no no i'm not wearing the chicken hat. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do this yeah, we're gonna yeah. do it right <laughs> i'll stand and it's figure like this insulting. out right yeah you're you're the guy that stands yeah <laughs> oh that's too funny i I'll, I'll lean into the tv but i don't uh i don't stand i'm not quite there yet maybe i'll graduate and whenever i yeah whenever i do it my wife will look at me and just like it's not it's not that serious I'm like, it is serious, all right? You, you know, you understand how much time I put into this? You understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. <sighs> Guys, if you'd like to share your favorite Gamer Rage moments or tell me about all the mean things a 12-year-old once said to you, please feel free to reach out to us through social media. We are at the Couch Jockeys Pod. Yup. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram and... Podcatch. Pad catch. Pad. Pod. Pod. <laughs> Go ahead. You almost got it. Pod couch jockey. Pod, pod couch jockey? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that was all that was available, bro. For for what? For Instagram? For Instagram. Oh, man. I had no idea. <laughs> I follow it and I had no idea. Find us on, uh, you know, all, all, all that social stuff. Yes. And that, that wraps up this episode. Yeah, we'll uh, see you next time. We will... We look forward. Game over. <laughs>